Jesse Webb, you've been one of the hottest shoes in this uh, RS1 Cup Series of 2022. Where did you get started in this silly sport? Well, so I got started in 2017 of October um, in go-karting at SEMA across the border. It was, uh, you know, one of those things that you, you go there and you experience it for the first time, and it's like you just love it from the get-go. So I was in carts for till 2020. We had that rough year with COVID. Didn't really know what to do. And I ended up jumping into the Nissan Sentra Cup and did my first year in cars in 2021. I was really successful in the series, came third overall in the championship with winning rookie uh, as well. And then, you know, looking for a switch up, looking to do something to advance in my career. And uh, we found the Avion Motorsports RS1 Cup Series, and we knew right away we needed to join it. It was like a no-brainer for us. And, you know, came into the series, first race I did in the series, I ended up winning it. And... Uh, if third on the next one, you know, it's been really good. When we can link it together and we don't get unlucky, we can finish really well. You know, qualifying, we had a little bit of an issue with the floats, um, had a little not much power. So 10th, I'm still really happy with. I know the car's got the pace now. We made the changes that we need, and we can. I definitely think we can win this race. When are you going to make a debut? I guess it's really nice to go out and just win the first time you go out. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was one of those extraordinary feelings where you're like, I can't believe that just happened. You know, it was on a road course, which is which is my home. This is where I've grown up is on a road course, and I haven't done ovals. This is my third oval race on the for a weekend, and um, you know, I'm I'm enjoying oval. It's so much fun. Um, I used to think it, it was just turning left. It's totally not. It's 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 a whole different kind of can of worms, and uh, it's definitely fun. Always action packed, and you know, I'm I can't wait to run an oval again. Well, I know you're going to run the Oval here uh, this evening, and we'll be looking for you to get it in towards victory lane, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure podium finishes in there. But um, when we talk about the Ovals, as you said, this is only your third Oval track, so you're finding other ways to get some Oval experience? Uh, we haven't been doing any testing on Oval other than with the RS1 cars, but there definitely is stuff lined up for my off season after the season's over. We're going to do some more stuff on Ovals and more road and, you know, really – this year is going to be, I'm going to figure out where I'm going to go with my career and, uh, yeah, figure everything out. But we definitely got stuff lined up. I'm just thinking to myself, you came out at the beginning of the season, you spanked everybody in this series, and there are some big names in this series. Must have made you really popular in there. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, the drivers in here, a lot of them are fantastic drivers. Everybody's good, but, you know, there's you got your specific few in here that just are always up front, so consistent and always just there. And it, it was a big accomplishment to know that I was able to beat them, especially on my first time out. I was just in awe. I couldn't believe it. And, um, yeah, no, it's definitely a confidence boost, and um, people get to know you that way. Well, the Avion Motorsports RS1 series, I mean, I look at this thing and go, there are some big names that I've known for many years in racing, and for you to step in and take a victory is a big deal, but how much, are you getting any coaching from any of these guys? Are they being helpful to you, or are they just like, oh, new kid, shiny, let's let him learn on his own? Oh, no, this the family here is insane. Like, I, you know, Trevor came up to me today, and even with setting up my car earlier, he was helping me out, and, you know, even though, like, they see I'm fast, they don't throw a shoulder at me they definitely help support me and help they're helping everybody to be the best driver that they can so it's it's a great family that we have here jesse webb one of the up-and-coming stars ellie dunseth driver of the number 90 in the super seal rs1 championship series now i know you come from a racing family and you know how i know that i met your grandfather in the grandstand before he came down here how did you know it was my grandfather did he, he told me right <laughs> perfect i like that <laughs> 
So, racing background, how did you get started? My grandpa owned Penticton Speedway uh, from 1974 to 1994, and then my uncle did it, and a week after my grandpa decided it was time to pack it up, I decided I wanted to try right after he'd sold everything, and now here I am. Have you run anything besides this car? Yeah, I actually run street stocks here uh, regularly all season. I'm driving an Avion Motorsports street stock this season, and I drive these a couple times a year, and it's super fun. It's been super fun, but I'm sure some of these guys, um, how can I put this, they can be a challenge to drive with. This is definitely a, a comp competing field here. Uh, we've got the Macintoshes who are great. Dowlers are amazing. Obviously, the Seaberts, they definitely give you a run for their money. Uh, it's super fun, and I'm excited to race against them. It just makes me better, right? I noticed in practice you were pretty good. You were up there in the middle of the field, and I know uh, watching your racing style, and remember, this is my first look at it, you uh, are, are no slouch. These guys got to be careful. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do my best in the main event and try and keep it clean like I always try to do and keep it consistent. So now as we get into the uh, road courses, how comfortable are you on those? I've actually only done one race on a road course, so I struggled a little bit, but from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, I picked up 10 seconds, so I'm happy, and there's definitely, it's super fun, room for improvement, but there always is, right? And you never get a chance to practice a road course because doing it on the street gets you in trouble. Yeah, uh, I've never been in trouble legally, but I feel like it could get to that point. <laughs> when you need practice, you got to take it where you can get it, right? Right. <laughs> Ellie Dunseth, one of the up-and-comers in this Super Seal RS1 Championship Series. Trevor Siebert, driver of the number 69 in this uh, Avion Motorsports Super Seal RS1 Championship Series. I think I got it all in there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did that really well. I was listening to you. I don't think I could have done it any better. Trevor you set a super fast time here at Penticton Speedway. You broke the track record in practice. Victory Lane's not yours yet. No, we're not there yet. You know, I set the, the new track record last weekend we were here, and then the night went all downhill after that. I lost the steering pump partway through the race. I had overheating in the, in the first race. I actually lost the steering in the second race. And seemed to be struggling this year with gremlins like that, and um, I really need the qualifying points to help catch up if there's any hope of catching up. And so... I got the five bonus points last week, and I got them again this week, and now i got to go out and i got to win a couple races, uh, at least one tonight and a good finish in the other one. So that's my plan. i got to give it all. Otherwise, you know, we're going into the final weekend of the year, and, and I won't have anything. It, it sounds like a pretty tall order, though. I'm looking around at the competition here. Well, there's no question about that. I'm being a bit cocky right now. But, uh, you know, I did say I, I walked around, and, and you know, I, I told a few of them, I said, I'm coming to get you guys tonight, so you better be, you know, you better be prepared. I told a couple, a couple of people that were on the crew, I said, they don't even know what I got coming here tonight, just joking around. But I honestly feel that way, and, and but it won't be easy. We got a great field of cars here tonight, and, uh, you know, all joking aside, I'm so proud of this series and the people that are involved with it and the drivers that are involved with it. Um, the depth of the field keeps getting deeper, and, and um, you know, a lot of our, what I would call our, I don't know, novice drivers are the ones, you know, we got a lot of guys that started on a road course or traditionally road course racers that are racing with us on the oval, and they've really stepped their game up this year. Um, you know, we kind of had it over them for the first few years, you know. No different than the oval guys when they go to the road course. So, you know, tonight's kind of an oval, oval track uh, specialist night, but like I said, a lot of the other guys are coming on really strong. This series really is unique in that all the cars are prepared by one team. It's all mastered under Evian Motorsports. So it really comes down to the guy behind the wheel 
as much as anything else. Yeah, truly, you know, I, I, I'm pretty vocal about that part when I say that most racing now has become racing with your wallet. And the guy with the most money, if he's got any talent, he wins, and you just can't keep up. And it's just a, it's just a runaway, and you see what's happened to a lot of the racing series out there. They got decimated because of that. So this formula is to try and equal the playing field. Everybody knows what they're going to spend, barring crash damage. Um, but for the most part, most drivers are in control of that too. And uh, But, yeah, equally prepared car, so it absolutely comes down to the driver and not down to the wallet. It's a great series. Looking forward to a great race night and a lot of action. Thank you. All joking aside, it should be a great night, and I'm really, I'm really happy. And we got some fans here tonight to see us put on our last oval track uh, race of the year, and, and I think it's going to be a good one. The last one was, unfortunately, when I broke down, I got to watch the end of the last race, and it was phenomenal. If we have another night like that tonight, I'll be so happy. I already know you'd rather be a driver than a spectator. Yeah, that's a fact. Racing Jason White. That's what we've nicknamed you because that's what you are. I, mean, I, I swear if, I, if somebody gave you a wheelbarrow, you'd race that. Yeah, that's the way it is in our family. We're here at Penticton Speedway especially. we got the vintage race cars. That's kind of where my family started, and that's where my roots are in those open mill cars. But uh, kind of morphed into some stock car racing over the years and through NASCAR. And now here we are racing these RS1 cars. It's pretty fun. These cars are pretty much different from anything else you've run before yeah i mean they're they're more from a uh from a nascar pinty series car i mean trevor and mike mccall and al kind of put their heads together and you know made some things a little bit more you know economical per se and uh some parts that were a little bit different but uh they're they're a, a fun car to drive i mean you look at the times and we're we're not far off of what the late models are running so if, if that sometimes i think we're beating the late models so they're fun to drive and and this this field is really competitive here now you know we got cameron and the mcintoshes and this there's about five seberts in here i think and you know we got some young guns this uh, christos kid is uh is a pretty hot smooth shoe and i'm really impressed with jesse webb he's uh He's a really good kid, and he's a really hot shoe as well. So we got some uh, some good racers, with some with lots of experience and some with not so much, and I think the mix is going to make for good racing tonight. How different is it for you? You don't have to spend every night in the shop. You get to actually go home after the race and kick your feet up. It's it's actually really difficult because we're used to uh, working on our cars and, you know, setting up our cars and being on the scales and, and uh, you know, squaring up the rear ends and plumb bobbing and all that sort of stuff. So it's uh, it's kind of a hard one for, for us to not be able to touch the cars, but uh, it is equal for everybody so uh, we just got to go out there and we're allowed to do tire pressures and and uh, panhard adjustments panhard bar adjustments uh, but that's about it on the road courses we can adjust the spoiler the wing a little bit but uh, they're they're a fun car to drive and like I said it's equal for everybody so if, if that's the way it is then then off we go you got the fun back in racing and that's just it for me right now. I'm, I'm so busy with work. You know, one one race a month here um, at Penticton Area 27 and out in Saskatoon. One race a month is good. And then uh, I just found out yesterday we're going back to Talladega with Rayon Brothers Racing to race the 33 truck in October. So uh, well, that'll be our swan song for the year, and then we'll see what happens for next year. Good luck at Talladega. I know you're going to have – you don't need good luck tonight. You're just you're already starting near the front of the field. <laughs> I got some barking dogs back here, though. I got the Bull Seberts and this Dowler kid here. He's not a kid anymore, but uh, he's Noel's been really fast. So uh, I think we're all going to have a good clean race. I think that's one thing that we can uh, we can say that uh, all of us we're not out here to to win the Daytona 500 or anything. So we're out here to have some fun and put on a good uh, show for the fans and uh, and just keep it clean. And whoever comes out on top is the lucky one tonight. Jason White, driver of the number 33. Thanks, With Sean McIntosh, driver of the number 24. Sean, as I understand it. This oval is foreign territory to you. You're a road racer. 
Yeah, most of my life road racing. I mean, I grew up racing quarter midgets the first four or five years of my life uh, when I was eight, nine, ten years old or whatever. So uh, I know how to go around an oval, but obviously in a big, big car. I mean, we've been doing this for a few years, so it's not too foreign anymore. Well, you've already got one win this season. I know you'd like to get another one and on an oval to be even better. Yeah, that I mean that was my goal kind of coming into the year at least get one oval win, right? And came pretty close last time. It lost it by a nose. So uh, qualifying was went went pretty good, and we we're starting at the right end. So we'll see what happens here in the race. How challenging is this series when the cars are so equal? Well, you just you never know, right? You look at the times from qualifying and everyone's up and some of it is just going to be luck and being at the right place at the right time and it seems like the first four races we've had on the oval there's uh it's a sprint race for the last 10 laps. So that's kind of how I'm, how I'm approaching it. Just be near the front and uh have a position there when the last yellow comes out. Now normally I know when you're racing a series you get used to the other guys you're driving with and the experience level tends to be somewhat similar here there's quite a mix of different drivers they've come from different disciplines and how does that mix in to make this product uh well at the sharp end everyone can drive right and uh everyone you can trust pretty much anyone right there's everyone's going to be you know some people are more aggressive than others but overall it's pretty good racing you saw last race noel and i went door to door for 10 laps or whatever but obviously when you start lapping cars it's a bit of a wild card and you don't really know uh hopefully the person sees you so you kind of have to drive as if they don't see you and find your way around so uh it, it kind of brings a, another element but um that's what it's all about just a couple of races left to go in this season what's on the horizon uh for this year well i need i need to uh steal a few points from rally tonight uh that's the goal and then uh try and do it do the double in area 27 uh in september going back to the home track yeah. It's, it's yours to claim, right? Yeah, I can't wait, actually. I kind of miss driving. We haven't been there since June, so uh, really looking forward to getting back out there. Sean McIntosh, driver the number 24. Cameron Haley, this number 42 machine in the uh, Avion Motorsports RS1 Super Series, Super Seal Championship Series. Cam, what drove you from Alberta to come into this series? You know, it, uh, it's obviously been a long time since I've been in racing uh, from the Truck Series stuff. It, it was very cutthroat and kind of chewed me up and spit me out. But uh, coming back here, it was kind of a good fit. Um, really good, tight, comp competitive racing. Shorter series is nice to enjoy my family and, and do a lot, uh, lot with them. So the cars are great. They're fun to drive. Lots of competition. Uh, it's a fun series. Now, I know some of the guys in here, we've been talking to them, and yeah, there's a lot of experience in this field. But you got a good spot tonight. <laughs> yeah, I do. I kind of lucked into that when I made a bad change before qualifying, and uh, the car did not drive very good. So to uh, to qualify six and invert first, I mean, that was – I'm just saying I planned it, even if I didn't. So, <laughs> A lot of your experience, as you said, in the truck series, does that come back when you're driving this car? It does. I mean, racecraft is racecraft. So whether you're driving this or you're, you're driving a, a modified or you're driving a sprint car, whatever it is, race cars, racecraft is racecraft. And that definitely has helped through all my years of racing. It, like I said, it's been about five or six years since I've been in racing, so it's uh, coming back to me. But, uh, no, it's uh, definitely lots of experience in that and uh, helps me every time I hop into a race car. Now, you kind of missed the first one, which was the road course. That's the last one. <laughs> yeah, and I've never been to Area 27, so uh, that's next race coming up. I've never been there, so hopefully I'm able to get a few laps on the track before we get there. But uh, really excited. I, I was always one, uh, or I thought I was a pretty good road course racer, so I'm excited to get there and uh, see what we can do. Anything else on the horizon, or is this the series you're going to call home? 
This is it for now. Uh, I mean, back home working in cabinets by Haley, our family-owned business. Uh, I mean, that's absolutely flourishing, so it's awesome to have them on the car. And, uh, no, this is it for right now, enjoying the family, enjoying work, enjoying racing a few little bit. And always love to race more, but uh, this is a lot of fun. Work does get in the way. <laughs> it does. It does. Life in general. <laughs> Good news is racing's still fun. Absolutely. It always is and always will be. <laughs> Cameron Haley, driver of the number 42. We're here with Noel Dowler, driver of the number 35. Noel, you've been pretty quick in this uh, RS1 series. Yeah, I'm uh, really enjoying it. Um, I'm hoping I can repeat a win from last uh, month here. And the same momentum I had in Saskatoon with the win there. So I'm hoping for good things tonight. Yeah, you're, you've been looking real strong in this car. But this is a different animal from what you've been used to racing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lighter stock car, um, better brakes. Um, and it's very transferable between the road courses and the ovals, and I'm really enjoying this uh, series. Um, uh, Super Seals put on a great program with Avion Motorsports, and I'm really thrilled to be a part of it. Now, I know your background, uh, you used to run that, that other series <laughs> and run all over the countryside, so this has got to be kind of a nice break for you. Yeah, I'm uh, being a Western driver, it was tough going out east all the time. Um, you're not at a disadvantage, but there is some catch up not being kind of in your backyard i wouldn't say this is my backyard but it's uh it's a lot easier fl uh, hopping on a one-hour flight than a four-hour flight and those accommodations plus 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 so i guess it's kind of like the neighbor's backyard yeah 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 i like i enjoy running the west coast yeah i can imagine this is my first trip out here i'm amazed at the talent in this field i, I i've got to say this isn't easy for anybody no, um, we uh, we put on a great show. It's uh, it's good racing, hard racing, and uh, as you've seen on TV or if you see it live, it's really good door-to-door -door action and uh, puts a great show on for the fans. Now I can think of some guys that you used to run against from uh, from down east that I know you'd love to see come out and run this series against you. Yeah, I'm not going to start calling out names, but uh, the, more, uh, the more drivers that we have with uh, larger names coming to the series always just brings that, uh, that extra fan that wants to see that driver race against uh, us Western guys. How much coaching are you willing to give to some of the youngsters that are coming out and running in this that maybe don't have a lot of stock car experience? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm always open to talk and help out. Um, there is some younger drivers in this series, um, and they're, they're driving quite well. Um, some don't even need any coaching and just got to stay in front of them. But uh, my brother Adam's in the series, and he's doing great, and uh, he's always knocking on the door to pick up positions here and there. They put a good title on it when they called it the Avion Motorsports Super Seal RS1. Yes, uh, it is a mouthful, but it's uh, it's a it's a brand we're hoping to grow and make uh, very public knowledge with everybody um, across Canada, even North America, and just keep uh, just keep advertising, and the word will get out. So it's a fun series. Keep watching. Keep driving. Yeah, exactly, and uh, it's going to be a tight championship race here come at Area 27 next month, and. Uh, Hopefully I get through tonight with uh, a good points day and take a run at it in a month here. We're here with Adam Dowler, driver of the number 53. Adam, this is, uh, what do I call this, kind of like your rookie series? In a way, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got some pretty limited stock car racing from a couple of years ago, but this is really my first full-time year. I mean, last year with the Cup, or the, pardon me, the Challenge Series, that was fun, but I didn't really get a real idea how competitive this would be until I got into the Cup. But uh, now that I'm racing with these guys, it's 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 eye-opening. It's fun, but it's it's a challenge, that's for sure. Well, this Avion Motorsports Super Seal RS1 Championship, 
they're making you work hard for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you you don't you don't come here and and, and get it easily. I mean, Noel's been driving a great season. He's got the two wins so far, and he, he's he's driving better than I've ever seen him drive. So they're not giving anything away for free here. I know his answer. What he told me. I'm asking you now. Did his Noel help you out along the way? He'll never admit to it, but I, if, if I do ask him a question, he, he'll point me in the right direction. So, I mean. <laughs> Are you willing to ask him the question? Sometimes. It d- depends what mood you catch him in or what mood I'm in. But, uh, no, we, we, we both work with each other as, as much as we need to, yeah. You're coming all the way from Sherwood Park, Alberta. It's a hike. Oh, yeah. No, and, and we're me and Noel, we have the opportunity to fly in and out. We can fly right into Penticton here or right into Kelowna. So, it's, it's not too bad. Just jump on the plane. It's better than driving back and forth. So. It's got to be different, though, when you're not working on that car. You just bring your fire suit and your helmet, you jump in and have a great race. It, it's it's different, and you know what? That, that's the nice part about it. You leave you leave work on a Friday, and you grab your helmet and your suit, and you show up to the racetrack, and you go and race, and that's all there is to it. Now, if you have some bad luck along the way, that can be harmful. That can. That can. And that's and that's where you're you're wondering sometimes, you know, what it was like back when you were working on your own stuff. But I, I watch these guys, and I see how hard they work, and amount of effort they put into these cars and to make this series work and I, I know that we're in good hands letting these guys work on our stuff does it make you more comfortable as a driver knowing all these cars are equal yeah it does it really comes down to the driver and that's the whole idea behind the series so um equal playing field and, and the guy who wins the race is the guy that drove the best i think Noel just or sorry adam i think you just said it all we're we're good to go here with Riley Siebert, and Riley, you've been having one great season here. I know, I think, was it one win or two wins already? Uh, well, I got the Western Rattler win here. That started off the, night, uh, the year nicely, and uh, one out of two last time we were here in the RS1s, so I got another chance at it tonight for maybe one or maybe two. Now, I know this is uh, an unusual series, to say the least, but I know some people say, well, they did something special for Riley's car because he just blasted past me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't heard it much, um, but uh, yeah, they're all the same cars and they're identically prepared. And I mean, I'm not first in qualifying. I wasn't first in qualifying last time either. And uh, so I think I mostly just have it figured out of how to pace myself. I was going to say, I think you kind of know what the line is around this racetrack. Yeah, I definitely have the line figured out. Um, since we rebuilt it, it seems that it's just kind of become a natural thing for me. Uh, I know, like when Andrew Ranger was running with us last year, he was he was following me around, and I I showed him too much, and then all of a sudden he was quick, right? And so you got to be careful with that when you know where the line is, and you can't let guys follow you around. But in a race, you don't really have a choice, so they're a quick study. <laughs> and and I was going to say, especially in this field of cars, these guys will catch on real quick. Oh yeah, guys like Jesse Webb and these new guys that haven't really had a lot of experience on ovals and stuff like that, they're still very good, very talented drivers and smart people, and yeah, they'll figure it out. So. I'm going to ask the question. This is a series that really they're trying to attract some top drivers to, but at the same time, some of the young ones coming in, this is the, what I think is one of the greatest schools there could be. Oh, of course, yeah. No, it's um, we really kind of have this background so you can think you can drive mentality. Uh, so whether you're a rock star or you're a young developing driver, come test your talent against us because the equipment's all the same, and now it's just going to be driver versus driver. What's going on there, Al? How are the plans coming down trackside? Hey, Joe. You know, uh, it's a little moist down there, and but we're going to get the track dried, and we'll get some uh, great racing coming up here. Yeah, dynamite stuff, qualifying unfolded. we got a tight field here tonight. It gets tighter every time these guys hit the track. 
oh yeah, we had a really strong tight field here. We actually talked a little bit earlier how these guys have really picked it up. The seven cars in qualifying actually all beat last year's track record here by three tenths. So th these guys know what they're doing to get around this place. So uh, the last race here, there was some damage to these cars. What was it like you and the Avion Motorsports crew getting things turned around and getting ready to go for tonight's event? Well, it's been quite a long month here for the Avion crew. You know, what a lot of guys don't understand is, you know, you go to, I hate comparing it, but a NASCAR team in their shop, they have eight to ten full-time guys for one car. We have eight to ten full-time crew for 26 cars, and they are very dedicated. They start bright and early every morning. They're in the shop till 10, 11 o'clock every night. You know, and the cars, when they all left here, they had a little bit of damage and stuff, but all the vinyls repair, they look brand new again, and hopefully the drivers can keep it that way because they want a little bit of time off before our season finale at Area 27 here in four weeks. Now, is there much setup different that you have to do with an RS1 Cup car when you go from an oval track like this onto uh, like a world-class road course facility? Is there much that you have to do to each and every one of those cars? Well, actually, believe it or not, these are actually designed, they're road course cars. So they are never designed to be on the oval. And to keep everyone on equal, we don't change much. So the only thing we change is the left front camber, which basically is the angle of the tire. If we didn't stand it up, and it's only at zero degrees, which is not thing for an oval, um, the, the camera would actually be the wrong direction for the banking, which would make the car handle very ill. But other than that, to the car, we just put some stagger tires on, and that's it. Everything else, sway bar, spring, shocks, is identical on the road course and the ovals. So that leads me to a question here. I often wondered, what is stagger like with these Goodyear tires? The tires that we see on these RS1 cars, comparable to what you see in the NASCAR Xfinity series, uh, used to be on the cup cars before they changed to the center wheel. Um, but, it, like, can you get stagger out of them, and how much? Well, actually, uh, these Goodyear tires that we run are probably one of the best racing slicks out there. There's, there's still a bias ply, and a lot of the racing series have gone a radial tire, but we stuck with a bias pipe. They're very forgiving. So one thing you'll actually see with these RS1 cars, um, a fun term we use, they actually really go slideways and stick. You know, if we were on a radial tire and you went a little bit slideways in the corner, the cars would be always spinning out. So they're 11-inch tire. They're, you know, they're a fairly soft tire. And uh, we run actually a softer compound on the ovals on the left and the right. And, you know, we're trying to target about two and a half inch stagger, and we have no problem doing that. So we order the tires uh, custom for our cars. You know, we uh, hear in racing all across the country, down into the U.S., uh, teams, series, tracks, Everybody's been struggling to try and get rubber. How's it been for you guys? It looks like you guys have got rubber on these cars each and every time. Yeah, actually for us, it hasn't been an issue at all. Um, our series has a contract with Goodyear, um, and ourself and SRX series down in the U.S. are the only ones that run these tires. So Goodyear specifically makes them for us. And actually what's pretty exciting that we haven't really marketed here is our last race at Penticton, we actually switched a tire to a green, environmentally friendly tire. So all the chemicals and everything, Goodyear came to us back in April and said, hey, we want to try to be more environmental friendly, change some compounds, you want to try this? And we absolutely said, sure, why not? Um, I was a little bit nervous at, at first, but 
uh, Tony Stewart actually went out in Hickory and he did a bunch of laps on the old compound, a new compound. He's like, these work great. So if Tony said that, I'm like, let's do it. And so now we're doing our little part to try to be as environmentally friendly as we can. Uh, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Speaking of tires and competition, we see it all the time with a 200-lap event. Guys would want to come in, pick up fuel, pick up probably a second set of tires. Not so in the RS1 Cup Series. You got the four tires that are on that car for qualifying. You better be good to them because they're going to last you the night. Well, it's actually just more than qualifying. Um, they show up here with four brand-new tires on, and that's what they get for the whole event. So when they go out there and practice, you know, if guys come on and do like 10, 15 laps and save their tires, and other guys do 50 laps, the same tires for the race. So tire conserving your tires is a very important part of the series. Um, what sometimes what guys do in the first race is they really like to go hard and they burn that right rear tire off. And in the second race, in the last 50 laps, there, there's nothing left. And like, what happened to my car? Well, in the first race, you're a little bit hard on your tires. And, you know, you'll see guys, you know, um, one very good example is Trevor. He, he really conserves his tires. So you'll see him in the first race. He'll run his race. He's not going to be in a hurry, but I guarantee you in the end of the second race, he'll be just as fast as he was in qualifying. Where I won't use any other names for examples but there's guys that will be half a second off by the end of the, the end of the night so you gotta keep those tires keep that car underneath you uh you gotta what strategy wise you gotta stay on the lead lap how would you approach one of these races if you were the guy behind the wheel well, there's definitely a lot of strategy. You know, we have a small inversion of six cars, so that kind of changes the front. Um, you know, my strategy is you need to finish the race with the fenders on before you win. So just have some patience. Be there. You know, there's normally a caution somewhere in the last 25 laps, as long as you're on the lead lap and, and the car's still running. Um, patience, I think, is the key. You know, another strategy... And we, we've really found this in the series is we always have different winners in the first race or second race. So I think if you're really managing tires for the end of the second race, you probably won't win the first one, but you save your car for the later. So it's kind of you got to pick which race you want to really push the car for. Yeah, we haven't seen a driver come out and win both halves of a twin 100. We haven't seen that at all this year. We have had multiple winners. We have had Riley Siebert win two nights, but he hasn't won both races in the same night. No driver has. Do you think we're going to see that at all this year? Or do you think uh, maybe some new guys again at the front? Oh, I think there's a couple guys here really chomping for a win. You know, um, you know, Trevor's actually had some bad luck this year, so he, he's really dying to win tonight at home track. You know, Jason White, um, he finished third last time. He, he's really been pushing for a win, so those guys really want one. Uh, you know, Cameron Haley, he, he's red, led at both races, got in some bad luck, so I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, a new winner tonight you know the other big thing that's going to play it's our last over the year and we actually have race seven eight tonight our championship battle you know we got the super seal hundred thousand dollar purse but our champion actually gets a bonus of ten thousand dollars so as their throwaway races are are coming into play and i'll actually explain that so out of ten races our five events we all run double headers so the only best eight finishes count for the championship so if something happened you have bad luck or, or something you get to throw two away um, so a lot of things can happen tonight to lead to that 
big championship trophy and the $10,000 check here in a couple weeks. So anybody tuned in that might say, hey, how do I get involved with our RAS1? How do they do that? Well, we, we, you know, there's a lot of options to come race the RS1 series. And when we design a series, we want it to be very affordable racing. So you can either purchase a car and come and, and run full-time, or we have a few house car options for rentals um, to come out and try it. And, and, you know, it's not just for the Cup guys. We have our Cup series and our Challenge. So a lot of rookie drivers on the oval or the road course that don't have a lot of experience, but they want to try racing, well, that's what our Challenge series is for. And, you know, if they really have it in them, they move up to the Cup. So we do have a couple seats available for Area 27 here at the end of the month. Um, so you can contact us on any of our social media, and we can talk about, you know, it's quite affordable. Uh, a full rental, and we're very open about it, is $6,500, and that includes everything, tires, fuel. You basically, you know, show up with your helmet and drive. And at the end, same thing. You uh, put it on pit road. Seen you guys do it. It blew my mind, actually. Drivers come in. the end of the night, they got out, did their media, did whatever, and then headed for the rental car. You guys literally take care of that car from start to finish from the beginning of the year to the end of the year there's no touch in that race car other than in competition you can come down pit road uh through the brake you can adjust the rear wing and uh before we get too far tell me about that rear wing does it make a big difference in how that car is going to perform yeah, well, first we'll talk about the wing, then we'll talk about us housing the car. So these cars actually are a very high downforce car. So it has a, a three-inch splitter on the front, which adds about 900 pounds of downforce to the nose, and the wing does anywhere between 1,600 and 2,000 pounds of downforce. So once you start getting over 100 mile an hour is when downforce really comes into play. So <clears throat> what downforce, if anyone doesn't quite understand, it's the air pressure on the body actually pushes down on the car, which gives you... As it pushes down into the tires, it gives you a lot of grip. So more downforce you have in the car, better it handles. However, more downforce you have, it also creates drag. Drag requires the car more work to get through the air, which actually slows it down um, and takes away some horsepower. So a little bit on the oval, and we actually seen this a year ago, and, and myself, I actually thought, oh, the wing doesn't matter on oval. Well, I was very wrong. So one of our cars actually knocked the wing off, and he went out there without a wing and with a splitter, Halfway down the straightaway, the back of the car just came around. He tried it twice, and he couldn't race it. But where it really comes into play is at Area 27. So we did a bunch of testing where you can actually have the wing flat or, or put up to 3 degrees angle in it, and it changes on the long straightaway almost 200 RPMs uh, of the car, but it really changes the balance. So more wing angle you have, you get more rear downforce, which actually lifts the front of the car up, which frees up the front and gives you a lot more bite off. But as you... Um, take away wing angle, it actually frees up the back of the car and the splitter pulls the front down so it gives you a lot more steering. So depending on your driving style on the road course and the high speed corners, the wing changes the entire characteristics, the entire handling of the car. So it does make a big difference. Uh, I think of it, you know, driving down the highway, put your window down and stick your hand out the window doing 60 miles an hour and tell me how much force you feel on your hand just imagine with the size of that wing on the back of the car and you're going faster than 60 miles an hour and at area 27 you are hitting those 100 miles an hour down the straightaways right yeah on the long straight area 27 um 
one of our cars had a phone GPS in it, and they're hitting about 165 mile an hour going in turn two, and they're doing over 100 mile an hour on, on two other straightaways. So they're moving pretty quick, and turn one is a very high speed sweeper. So you're you're not slowing down much more than about 85, 90 mile an hour in that corner. So they, they're a very fast track, and that's where downforce and drag has a lot of play. Now. Um, on the other note about the cars staying in our possession, uh, so there's no adjustments. So for the listeners that don't understand here, the biggest expense for racing is those gray areas crew chiefs like to find and get around the rule books. So if, if we allowed someone to take the cars home, like if I was still a NASCAR crew chief, I would spend $40,000 on this car this afternoon, and I would change all kinds of stuff in, in the gray areas, um, and the car would be a lot of faster. But every form of motorsports that's actually what kills series so to keep the rs1 program extremely affordable like if you own a car to race r5 races you have a budget around 22 to 23,000 plus damages plus your winnings you could essentially run our series full-time for about 15,000 so to run a series like that for for that kind of money you know a lot of guys spend that running a street stock or you know or a late model so mine and trevor's goals are to keep this very affordable so part of owning a car is they're never allowed to leave our shop you can't take them home you can't touch them they always are in our possession we leave the racetrack we have all our feather light trailers like a traveling circus we load them all up take them back to our shop we do all the repairs all the maintenance we do a full nut and bolt cleaning them we redo a scale setup and when we put them on the scales they are all done identical and I get asked this, asked this all the time well what if I dropped off hundred dollar bills like no that ain't gonna matter so they're all the same uh, and this way here, we don't have to worry about teching them, which saves all the cost of all the officials. And we know no one's cheating. And it really makes the series fun because it's all about the driver and not the car. You can utterly hop from car to car. And from sitting behind the steering wheel, most drivers wouldn't even know they switch cars. And they can show up. If they want to see their car get set up, if they want to see the actual process, they are invited to come out to the Avion Motorsports Garage and be part of that. They can't touch the car, but they can witness it. Well, actually, th that's not correct. They can touch the car in our shop. So they're more than welcome when we encourage it. And some drivers do that. They come to our shop. They, you know, a couple of them actually are part work with our guys. They just want to check nuts and bolts themselves. We allow them to do that with us. Um, but while, while we do all the setup and anything we do, they're more than welcome to be there and be part of it. Uh, and anyone can show up and see all our setup numbers and how we do it. They're all identical. Wow, it's going to be a dynamite night here at Penticton if you're just tuned in. Uh, we did have some rain here a little while ago, but the track, they're gaining on it right now. Uh, it's looking pretty good, Al. Yeah, actually, I see a bunch of dry spots. You know, the high groove in three and four is dry. There's a little bit starting dry on the front straightaway. You know, I'm about to head back down there and start walking the track and get the drying crew in a little bit wetter areas. And hopefully in the next 20-ish minutes, we can take the green and have some amazing racing here tonight. So, as mentioned, uh, you do have maybe some availability if someone wanted to get into a car for the final races of the year at Area 27. Uh, can they do that? Absolutely. So, we still have uh, uh, two cars available actually for rent for in the Cup Series, and we have three in the Challenge. So. Uh, we got a bunch of guys talking to us. There's a lot of interest. So if you're interested, contact us soon. You know, send us a message on social media. I'll myself um, or Trevor will respond. We'll put a deal together, and we could even get you to do some testing a few days prior and come out and run a race. Nothing like the Okanagan in uh, September, right? It's beautiful. 
Oh, the Okanagan. You know, I'm an Ottawa Valley guy, and that's where I lived for a long time. And, you know, I, I love it there, and it's beautiful. But I spend most of my summers here in the Okanagan, and it's beautiful here. It's, it's nor other tonight. It's normally dry. It barely ever rains, blue skies. But September here is pretty well, like, July in the rest of this country. It's beautiful. It's warm. It's sunny. There's no nicer place to be. And that's right when they're starting, starting to harvest um, all the grapes for the wines and they start, you know, doing that fresh wine testing and it's a great place to come and visit. And the coolest part, you know, med middle end of September, you can still go and enjoy, you know, the beach. So if you want to bring the wife and kids with you, there's some great hotels and you can go swimming and do all that stuff where most rest of the country are getting ready for snow. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the kids go back to school, it's like they roll up the sidewalks. Uh, that's the end of summer, but not out here in B.C., Educated guests, how long before we take a green flag, bud? I would say 25 minutes. Okay, 25 minutes. Let's see how close we are. Uh, you do a dynamite job, man. Uh, look forward to not only tonight's Twin 100s, all for those Super Seal Championship points. How are things there? I haven't got a points line up here. How are things looking in the points? Oh, we got one heck of a points battle here. Um, you know, the, the two throwaway races are really tightening it up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised here if we don't know that championship until the last corner at Area 27 because I, I feel there'll be three or four drivers within five points after tonight. Amazing. Amazing stuff, else. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, good luck tonight. Watch out. This place is going to rock.